Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast, where we connect every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. So today's episode of Redeemed and Restored is entitled Breaking Up Before We Ever Dated. Have you ever thought you'd heard God about a matter and found out later how wrong you were? I think back to this time in my life, and I realize oftentimes I assigned God's will to my desires, and my desires were far from sanctified. I had not fully surrendered my will, so I had sold myself on what I believed His will was, using all the faulty logic I carried with me from my years of spiritual abuse. My wounding was not fully healed at this point, so my perceptions of what God was doing continued to be tainted by the severity of abuse heaped upon me by that sociopath who was, unbeknownst to me, still running the show on the stage of my mind. I'd experienced much healing, but like an onion, there were layers that needed peeling back because relationships in my world were such a train wreck for my family of origin on up, this would of course be the area where I struggled the most to find my bearings. But oh, how God redeemed even this broken area of my life. I filmed this introduction to the room that Ross was already beginning to paint when I sent that infamous email. That had been a den and then a storage room, but never a bedroom. So after Kathy passed, he'd claimed it as his own. He began choosing colors that he liked for the walls and trim. Funny how the red was one of my favorite colors as well. What a faithful God that he would give me a guy who had so many similar tastes to mine. It still blows me away to think of all the ways he perfectly matched us together. So, hey, take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more folks can find this podcast and be encouraged. Or you may know someone who needs to hear this message, so please share the link with others. You may even want to visit my YouTube channel to see the video version of this podcast and connect with the conversations happening over there. So type into your browser, redeemedandrestored.tv, and you'll find the video broadcast there. So hey, let's get started. Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here for this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored. Today's segment is titled, Breaking Up Before We Ever Dated. I'll never forget hearing that Kathy had passed away. I dropped to my knees and begged God to help me resist the temptation that seemed to be in front of me. As I opened my Bible, Romans 12 came into view. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Verse 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. 
That's Romans 12, 1 and 2 in the NIV. I was adamant about offering my body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. And I was convinced that waiting for my friend was the only way to do that. It was a sacrifice for me to wait for someone I had to convince to myself was God's will for me. I only felt I could be in God's perfect will for me if I married someone whose ministry complemented mine. I had convinced myself that even though my friend wasn't my type at all, I would be offering my body as a living sacrifice by waiting for him. I'd been taught in the cult that we owed it to God to only accept his perfect will, that his good and pleasing will was inferior. And if we really loved God, we would only be fully obedient if we did his perfect will. I had come to believe that it couldn't possibly be God's will if it was something I actually desired. If that was the case, then it wasn't a sacrifice. That's why I felt I had to email Ross, as I mentioned a few episodes ago, I had to bring up the elephant in the room, what Kathy had said to me, and what I was convinced of, thinking this was being obedient to God, saying no to something that I wanted. Dictionary.com says a sacrifice is the surrender or destruction of something prized or desirable for the sake of something considered as having a higher or more pressing claim. So what God really wants us to sacrifice or surrender is our will, not necessarily a situation or plan. If our will is surrendered to his will, then the details of a situation or plan really won't matter as it's his will that is desired. And as it comes together in our lives, whatever it is, we rejoice. So looking back on it, I can see that I was still reading the scripture in Romans 12 from the lens of the spiritual abuse I'd endured. It was just another way for the leadership to manipulate me. They decided what God's perfect will was and would not be satisfied with me doing anything but. If I didn't seek God and hear the same thing they were supposedly hearing, then I was in sin. So here I was absolutely desperate to sacrifice what I longed for, Remember how I shared that I used to sit and hear Ross preach and ask God, could I have someone like him? So according to what I'd come to believe, if I longed for it, that must be bad, right? Remember, I thought that this was what was required in order to please God, since he had been made into a taskmaster who is judgmental and harsh, he will only be pleased if I give up what I want and only do what he wants, which must be the opposite of what I want in order for me to be spiritual. Wow, how crazy is that? But I still had a lot of baggage from the cult that skewed the way I thought and the way I read the word. 
And this incident was only two years after my eyes were opened to my deception. I'm now almost a decade out, and I still see areas of the word that have been twisted and misused, and only now are some of those scriptures being redeemed in my life. As we've discussed this scripture as part of my relearning the truth in context, Ross shared that his studies in the Greek language led him to believe that this scripture in Romans 12 is not three levels of God's will, but one, that God's will is good, pleasing, and perfect. This last week was Holy Week, and I was parked on this scripture where Jesus declares, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Luke twenty-two forty-two. As I recounted the steps of Jesus toward Gethsemane, those red letter words spilled across the page, and I was struck by his example of surrender and began to dig into the meaning. So here's some of the definitions that fit. To give oneself up, to give oneself up to some influence, course, or emotion, and to yield or resign an office or a privilege in favor of another. We surrender ourselves before him. We give ourselves up to his influence and we resign our privilege, what we think we deserve or are entitled to, in favor of whatever he wills for us. I remember vividly this defining moment in my life on New Year's Eve 2013 in repentance and surrender of my will. Revisiting this scripture leading up to Resurrection Sunday had me pondering, Lord, are there other areas where I'm not surrendered? As I looked at synonyms and antonyms for the word surrender, more clarity came. The synonyms were submission, yielding, giving way, white flag. It struck me how surrender is humility in action, while the opposite is pride. Can you see it in those descriptors? When I think I don't deserve this, I defend my position, get combative, and protect my territory, when all the while Jesus is asking me to wave the white flag and allow him to rule and reign on the throne of my heart. I am still in awe of the way God brought all the pieces together once I surrendered my will and realized I really didn't know what God was going to do in my life. But whatever it was, I was going to stay surrendered and rejoice in whatever his will was for me. So, hey, thanks for joining me today. I'd sure appreciate it if you would like, follow, share, and comment on this episode. I'd love to connect with you and just hear how God is working in your life. My name is Athena Dean Holtz, and this is Redeemed and Restored. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast, brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who could use the encouragement. 
And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.